have your Bibles with you then this morning, I'd like for you to turn with me to Isaiah the 41st chapter, verses 10 through 13. We're going to be talking about God's provision, God's uh, provision to provide, or promise to provide, and uh, that indeed we need to look at this early in the year beginning, and uh, so... But now, if you'd please stand for the reading of God's Word, I'd like to share the words of Isaiah this morning, beginning in the 10th verse of chapter 41, reading through verse 13. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Behold, all they that in, in uh, sense against thee were in sense against thee, shall be ashamed and com- com- confounded. They shall be as nothing, and they that strive with thee uh, shall perish. Thou shalt seek them and not find them, even them that contend with thee. They that war against thee shall be as nothing and as the thing of naught. For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. May God add his blessings to the reading of those words. Would you bow with us once again in a word of prayer? Oh God, humble this morning at the thought of your presence, coming before the throne of grace to just thank you, to praise you, to look and listen to you speak through your word this morning, to let it apply to our lives, to ready us for a new day. A time, Lord, that you want to guide us and I know you're anxious to take hold of our hand and walk through these next days that follow. Lord, we just ask you to help us to walk so close we can hear all you'd have to say. Lord, that we would have the faith to follow just where you would lead us. The courage, Lord, to step out on things that you'd have us to, to not be ashamed that we have spiritual boldness every day of our lives. We'd be your voice your hand of love, your extended mercy. Guide us, O God, now this morning as we worship you. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Be seated. Well, as we step through the doors of a new, new day, a new year, we did just a day or so back, And we step through with confidence and courage to know that God is standing there at the door wanting to take our hand and wanting to lead us on through the walk of life that he has planned. We do not know what the day holds for us, what the tomorrows or the next week or year, but God knows that. And he is anxious, I believe, this morning to take hold of his children and lead them in that direction. He wants us to be a channel of blessings that we not only live our lives to the satisfaction of our own souls, but to to those who are maybe even unsaved that needs to know about the joy in knowing Jesus, the blessedness of following God in his walk that he has planned for each one of us. And as Isaiah's words touches our heart this morning, it seems like it gives us an understanding of that special truth that said, I am right there. I am with you. I will guide you. I'll be there for you every day. And Isaiah back in, or on over in 43, the 16th verse, he says, thus saith the Lord. And I think that that's a call for us to listen. Thus saith the Lord this morning, children of God, that I want to be there with you in this journey of life. Thus saith the Lord, if you're here this morning and not a Christian, 
I want to be there for you in the day of salvation to lead you on in a joint venture that I want to be with you also, and that indeed I do because I love you too. So as we look at these verses, it seems like that he's saying, I'm going to make a way there in 43. I'm going to shew forth my strength for you to have and to use, and because of that, Isaiah says, I'm going to shew forth your praise because of what you're going to do. You know, I believe as we enter the new year, we need to expect God to be there. I believe we ought to be an expectant Christian to know that God's promises will unfold for us as we allow him to do and be all he needs to be in our lives. But things get in the way. Stuff gets in the way. And I recently was reading the story about the sculptor who uh, did the uh, work on Mount Rushmore, the president's. Someone asked him, that, how did you know President Lincoln was inside that cliff or that stone? He said, I really didn't, but I started taking the stuff away and all of a sudden there he was. And it seems like that that may be what God has intended for you and I in this new year to start. There may be some stuff he needs to get out of the way because he wants the real you to appear to the world and show a joy in knowing Jesus. And we need to allow that to happen. That doesn't happen, my friend, as an automatic reflex of God to ready you in a direction he wants you to go. And though he wants you to go in that direction, the direction and the directive of God hinges upon your desire to let it happen. Your desire to allow God to do that. And you know, I, I remember when we were in business, every year we'd take inventory on the shelves of, of, of things that were there and once in a while I'd run across a piece or, a, or an item of something, I'd think, well, I think I remember counting that thing last year. It was, it was to naught. It was not necessary to be on the shelf for, uh, to make a profit, which is the uh, essence of what business is all about, I guess, in a, in a lot of ways. But it's so with our own lives. There are things on the shelves of your life and mine that maybe does not need to be carried on into the new year. We had our, our uh, watch night service and several of you were here and we appreciate so much, 25 or 30 of you, I guess. I never did count. But we made our resolutions in a private sort of way. I encouraged people and some of the folks had some papers that would, the, the dues that we did in 216 and the dues we want to do in 215, 16. And we put them in an envelope. We addressed that to ourselves, sealed it up, and I have it in safekeeping, and it will never be opened until next year at that time, you will get that letter, and you will be able to open it yourself, the letter to you, and to see just what God has been able to do in your life as you have made that commitment, I hope, to his will. And it's so important that we have, sometimes I think we do need to write it down, we do need to make it plain and make it so that uh, God can understand that we're as serious as he is about the things of life. One of the things we did that night, and I want to do that with you today, and I want you to join with me in just a brief prayer of guidance that I know God wants to give us. And as I say a few words, please, would you please repeat after me. Dear Jesus, as I face a new year, help me to stay where you want me each day, forgive me of my sins, and lead me. Amen. 
Let that be your prayer for the year. Let that be your desire to God for your life as we seek to find what God wants us to do. And I think it is a seeking process that we need to follow because it will not happen unless we do ask God to lead us in that direction. One of the things I believe that God wants us to do and be, and that is an unselfish servant. Sometimes the selfishness can get in the way and that might be some stuff that you want to set aside in order for the year to be pleasing to God. I know sometimes we all have those times of, of liking a little bit. You know, I love the song, Think a Little More of Others and a Little Less of Me. I think maybe that ought to be a motto added to whatever else. And that is that we will be ready to encourage. I shared with the folks uh, watch night service that I think sometimes that, you know, God has called us to be servants. He hasn't called us to be head honchos in all situations of life, but to be servants. And sometimes to be a servant is to uh, lift up someone else that is in, 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 a, in a position of doing, and maybe we're, we're our job is just to pray. I uh, shared that maybe we ought to be somewhat cheerleaders uh, for someone else, that we might buoy them on, cheer them on. You know, a cheerleader isn't in there playing the game. You remember, Sharon? You was one, wasn't you? But you was cheering them on, giving them courage, confidence. Eddie was one of them you were cheering on. Uh, but, but I think it's important that we have this mode of thinking that we, we want to lift up others. And, and one of the things I believe with all my heart, I know I missed the mark of my even expectations of my own self in life, but you know what would help me? If you would encourage me, and if I were to encourage you, that I believe we help one another to reach the mark of maybe we might call a little shy of perfection. But by the fact that you were encouraging, it will help me get closer to that than I could on my own or even with God's help. God has called us to be his hands and feet. He has called us to, to reach out to one another and love one another. You know, the Bible is so wrapped around that little word love and sometimes I believe it is so much misunderstood and misused. How many times have you maybe heard someone say, I love you, and you didn't know for sure if that was a fact or not? I remember, and another thing we, we are neglectful of, and that is to speak words of encouragement, I mean aloud. And, you know, it's good to say, yeah, truck on. But what we need to do is say it out loud. I remember years ago, uh, some of you might know that once in a great while I write a poem. Well, I wrote one to Catherine. I won't say it all, but I'll tell you the title. And it was simply this. I, heard, I hope you heard the things I didn't say today. And let's don't wait too late. Let's speak out in love. Let's speak out to encourage. Let's speak out to share that love that God has put in place. And Jesus paid a big price to have front seat in your life. So let's let him. Let's let God help us. And and. He makes a, a wonderful statement as the Bible is about to close in Revelation 3.20. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And I think that's the door of 2016 for us here this morning. God wants to, as we step through that door, take hold of us and be so much a part of our lives. He paid the big price that we could do that and we could have him as the leader in our lives. And I just love the song, Keep Your Eyes on Jesus. Stay full in his wonderful face. And the things of this life will just grow strangely dim. And I don't know the rest. But that's what it's all about. As we realize that if we do keep our eyes on Jesus, our thoughts, our intents will not be focused on the worldly things, 
but only as God would allow and want to be in our lives. So preparing for a new year is so vital and it's so necessary. You know, the, Jesus tells a story about the man who was going to build a tower. And he says, what man would intend to build a tower wouldn't first stop and, and consider the cost. We need to stop this morning and consider the cost of following Jesus. Yes, my friends, it does cost to follow Jesus. And I want to tell you what the first payment is. And I'm not talking about material. I'm not talking about even things to build our life on. Even Jesus said, do it on the rock, not the sand. But the first payment to make on building that life that God wants us to have in this new year is this, the price of unselfishness, the price of self itself as we realize that God wants us to give of ourselves. And uh, one of the things is, Brother Bobby brought up the very, very wonderful point about, about what we need to do, and that is certainly that we uh, wait patiently on God. Isaiah 40, 31 says, They that wait upon the Lord shall mount up with wings as eagles. They'll run and not be weary. They'll walk and not weak. And sometimes, Brother Bobby, you shared that it, prayer takes a while. But sometimes it's spontaneous. It's just there. And we're a people who expect instant results, it seems. And I'm one of the world's worst in situations sometimes in life to be a, even in sickness comes, a patient patient. But we need to be a patient Christian. We need to patiently wait upon God. And maybe the answer, someone said that God didn't answer my prayer. And maybe it was a no answer and there was no answer for you to increase in whatever you desired but it was an answer that God was giving when there was no answer at all. But considering building the tower, Jesus said, you would pause and consider what we need to do, what we need to use, and it, it's that way with our lives as we begin a new year. Let's pause together this morning and, and ask God what he wants us to put first in our lives. And certainly, you know, in a building, a building, many of you are in the building business, have been. I have. And I know the most important thing is the foundation. And the most important thing for our lives is the foundation of life. And certainly Jesus gives the answer to that. He said, I am that foundation. I am that solid rock that you need to build on. And he tells a story about the man also who built on sand. When the storms came, and it is inevitable, storms will come to all of us. Storms of adversity, storms... Uh, that will darken the day, storms that will feel like it'll all but cripple us down. But God says, if you'll build on me, on the rock of salvation that I put in place, then yes, the storms will come, but you will stand strong in my power, not in yours and mine, but in the powers of God. But the person who built on sand will be not so, but will lose the footings of, of the foundation and will tumble. One of the ingredients, I believe, of a Christian life is the ingredient called joy. And there's a joy in knowing Jesus. But you know there's a greater joy? There's a joy in being with Jesus. The vast difference. You know, many believe, many know that there's an almighty God. But to have it to the point of applying and knowing and feeling and, and, and walking with God is, is a difference. And we need to ask God to help us. That's the ingredient that I believe will help us in this new year. Jesus came to give his life and did that we could have 
eternal life. And so as we begin the new year, I'm sure that maybe you're here and you're not a Christian. Maybe there's someone here that has not yet been saved. That's the first step to make to follow Jesus, certainly. To commit our lives to him, to, to make that provision for life that puts us on the foundation of the solidness of the rock of Jesus. And so I just want to ask you to, to let God help you. Psalmist David put it so well in, in his first writings of the first book of his, uh, in the book chapter one or the verses one. Some said it's not chapters, but anyway, whatever you want to call it. Blessed is the man who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly or standeth in the way of sinners, but the person who has put their footage on the foundation that God has laid and that blessedness will become a reality as we walk. Speaking of walking, you know, sometimes I hear people say, and it, it kind of bothers me a little bit, and that is the fact that, well, I'm going to walk with Jesus, but he's going to need to tell me the steps to make. Well, in an essence, that is a true possibility. But I want you to know that as we walk with Jesus and to hear him say, that is the way walk ye in it, We've already started the walking as the desire wells up in our hearts to walk closer to Jesus and he can amen that walk and let us know that's the direction. You know, sometimes we can sit and be good and be good for nothing. Good intentions don't mount to excuse the expression, the hill of beans, unless we put actions to those words. And so you might have good intentions for a new year to walk close to God. But if that intention has not put into the realities of a walk, then we haven't been and done what God wants us to do. And so as we listen to Isaiah speak here, it says, For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand. I've told it several times before, but I remember as a little boy holding daddy's hand, trying to walk along through the fields with him. I'd stumble and fall, and my hand would slip out of his. And I soon found out what I needed to do. <clears throat> I found out that I did not need to hold on to daddy's hand. Oh, I needed a hand all right, but I needed him to hold on to mine. The big grip of strength would hold me. Oh, I'd still stumble. I'd still have problems walking, but I wouldn't fall because daddy would catch me. And it's so with us and God. It's so with our relationship with him. I'm not trying to hold on to Jesus. I'm seeking him to hold on to me. And with that attitude of gratitude and thankfulness, I know that yes, I'll stumble and there will be things that will be a hindrance and stuff will get in the way. But the blessed assurance that Jesus is mine, oh, what a foretaste being with Jesus here of things to come later on. May God bless you as you walk in the ways that God would have you to. Be the light of God's love. Be the, be the person that God has in mind for you. He's so anxious to lead you but he may be just so disappointed if we don't let him. So your life hinges upon you and your desire to walk with God. Are you ready to do that? Are you ready for 2016 to begin? Are you ready to walk? Are you ready to run? Are you ready to be still and know? It takes all of that to be complete in Jesus. So may God bless you as you walk close enough to God to hear his whispers of love. And quite often, let him know that you love him too. God bless you as a child of God. And God help you.
if you have not become a Christian. And today might be the day of salvation as we have an invitation hymn and as we bow together and as we pray. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you today for your love. We thank you today for salvation for our souls that you made it possible one day that not only this life could be a joyous journey, but life beyond the walls of this world is so much more. And we thank you for that, that we can feel cradled in our hearts. And Lord, let us, let others know about that joy in this new year as it unfolds. And let them know that they need Jesus too. Let us have some sort of contagious joy that someone might catch it if they got too close to see and to hear how much we love you. Oh God, just guide us and help us now in this invitation time to maybe make a commitment to you today. In your precious name we pray, amen.